Welcome back. Hey guys, the Healed Hearts podcast, we're back. It's Friday. Yeah, Bethany and Cody here. So grab a cup of coffee, pull up a chair and join us because today we're going to talk about striving. Oh, that's a fun topic. Striving with the Lord. We get our revelation, we get our word, we get our assignment and we want to just take off running. We want to go and let me tell you what the Lord said. Let me tell you (laughs) what revelation I got. And sometimes we need to sit back because the Lord's not done giving you the full revelation. Come on. We get excited. We get that zeal. I love in Jeremiah 20, where it says his word was in my bones like fire and he just had to get it out. Now there are some words that are like that and you do have to get it out, but We want to talk about and share some of our testimonies on how the Lord helped us learn to not strive with the Holy Spirit and just really allow him to flow through us. So I have this one experience that I'll share that was really fun, (laughs) not so much fun. I believed in all my infancy of really following the Lord and really learning to hear the voice of the Lord that... I got this word in my prayer closet. Okay. And now, mind you, I just learned to really start journaling. I just started hearing the still small voice in a consistent manner. Okay. Now I'd heard the Lord speak to me in the past, but learning to really hear and sit with the Lord and hear the still small voice and discern my thoughts from the Lord's voice. And of course the voice of the enemy. And so I got this word and I was like, okay, yes. I know what to do with this. I am going to go share this word. I'm going to take this word to my leader. And I have this cool vision to go with it. I'm going to fulfill this act of obedience. And and I'm going to sew in behind it. So that person knows that I am also investing into that word because I'm convinced this is the word of God. Okay. Maybe this podcast should be on deception. (laughs) (laughs) That's another story. So anyway, I took this word, wrote it in my journal, and I went and called my leader and I met with my leader and she was so patient and kind and understanding and receiving and receptive and just amazing. I loved her so much. And she knew that God had a call on my life, right? She saw the call of God on my life. And she also knew I was very young in my call. (laughs) And she sat me down, we went to lunch and of course she, she said, yeah, share with me and I began to share the encounters that God had given me. I began to share the visions that I was having, the prayer assignments he was giving me. And a lot of it really was confirmation to what God was already dealing with her about the church and about where we were positioned and what we were up against really in the spirit. And it was amazing. She was very receptive. And she's, oh, that's wonderful. That's awesome. Yes. She's again, sharing her experiences and everything's great. And then I share the word. Okay. And the word was pretty like typical of what we were hearing in 2020 about like food and, and food lines and all the stuff. Mm-hmm. You, you just, yeah, it was just bad. <laughs> it was real. Fortunately, I did not prophesy that Trump was going to be president. Let's just say that, but it was bad. Okay. It was bad. And her only response to me, she was amazing. I just, I think about the way she responded to me and I thought, thank you, Lord, for your grace and your mercy, because she was so kind. And she said, okay, she received the word. And then she said, what was the instruction that the Lord gave you for me? And I was like, instruction, 
You supposed to give instruction? <laughs> you're supposed to do something? I just thought I was supposed to give you the awesome word and just it's the word. It's the word of God. And she <laughs> I'm laughing thinking about this and she said okay she said I will take it to prayer and then I gave her the money that I had actually sold some furniture and I felt to sew into this this vision or whatever that I gave her to say I I truly believe that this is going to happen so I'm going to sew in and I went home and two about two weeks went by and I had realized that I was very much in deception very much in deception. And some of the things that I really thought was the Lord was really my own preconceived ideas. And I was mortified. I was so mortified. But the beauty of that is I went to her and I, I apologized. And I was like, I'm so sorry. I really feel like I was in deception. That was not the Lord. And I don't want to be the cause of you having any kind of unnecessary warfare or a partnering with something that's just not the Lord. So I just want to apologize. And she was like, girl, don't you worry about it. She said, you're not the first. And I love that you came back. And she said, it takes a lot of humility to just humble yourself and admit mm-hmm. when you're wrong. And I'm so grateful that God is just continuing to grow you and to use you. And I was like, that was not what I expected. It was so cool. But that feeling of get it out, do it. Yeah. And that's not the Lord. Like that spirit of push, push, push that striving, that constant, I've got to do this. I've got to do this right now. This is so pressing. The Lord woos us. He doesn't push us. And I learned so much about waiting on the Lord, about sitting and actually letting that vision evolve. And sometimes that vision ain't the Lord. Okay. That word is not the Lord, but if you don't sit and wait on the Lord, you're not going to know Because you're so busy running out the door going, listen to my revelation. Listen to what God showed me. Okay, sit down, honey. Let's sit down. Good job. (laughs) Calm down. Sit down. So, yeah. Yeah. But you know what I love? I love a leader who Mm -hmm. and recognizes that you're in training. Yes. Because a lot of people would just say, oh, you're a false prophet. You're a false teacher. You're a false whatever. But there's a difference in being in a season of being trained Mm -hmm. and actually having a heart that wants to deceive people. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I love that your leader gave you grace, honored you just as you honored her, Mm -hmm. knew the Lord probably said, hey, it's fine. Just let her. I'm training her. I think she saw that purity in that she saw that me as a child. I think as leaders, it's so important that we say, okay, sometimes we're the vessel for other people to be trained. Amen. And it's not for us to criticize or judge. Mm -hmm. or condemn or say you're wrong or you're false this or false that or whatever, but recognize what season that person is in. Recognize what God is doing in their life at that moment instead of just automatically getting offended. Who are you to tell me what God wants me to do? No. You know what I'm saying? I love the grace that was on that. And there's been times where I've even given words and even to some leaders and I've gone back and said, hey, I think I had a bit of judgment in that. I don't think that was the Lord. Thank you for allowing yourself to be the vessel for my training. And I've said that to leaders because I think it's just so important that we understand what season people are in and how they're being trained. If we're going to equip 
and we're going to to minister to these people who the Lord wants to raise and and teach them how to walk in their anointing and how to walk in the calling on their life. I think it's important as leaders for us to say, okay, wait a minute, let me see what God's doing in their life. Yeah, let let me on. not jump to don't be so quick on the trigger. Yeah, and you know, I love that sometimes a leader has to lead by sitting down and letting someone else step into their leadership role but by, by allowing them to, to make lead, mistakes to, yeah. make, to make mistakes but be there as a as grace and mercy to cover them in their mistakes mm -hmm. just like the lord would do because yeah. he does that and for me striving i think this is a challenge for me more from more of a outreach mm -hmm. type thing i'll share a story actually that just happened to me last week and I felt this spirit of striving and I was like, no, I know you and you're not going to cause me to strive. I get to talk in my head because yeah. I'm like, no, I know, devil. You. <laughs> I know your ways and I've dealt with you before. And so my daughter wanted to go and get her nails done for Valentine's Day. Mm -hmm. And I'm not really a nails, nail. Send her to my house. I'll okay. take that baby. I'm not a, no. okay. $60 later, you, I will send her to your house. Okay. Yeah. But I was like, Lord Jesus, please help me. I love her. And he's, you take that girl and do whatever she wants. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, Jesus, you're going to pay for it. <laughs> so I took her. That was so beautiful. I even asked the Lord. I'm like, Lord, where are we taking her? Because I don't want to just go anywhere. Cause you know, some places just really ain't that good. And mm -hmm. I'm thinking if I'm going to spend, which I thought $35, I was no, like, not in about 15 years. So, okay. I was like, I haven't been to the nail You should have called me. Really long I would have told you. <laughs> I'm just, I don't do the nail thing. So my daughter wanted to go get her nails done. We're sitting there waiting. And one of the girls there, and she's just like stretching her neck. And she's, I'm sorry if I'm stretching my neck. I got this chronic pain. And immediately my spirit jumped. And I was like, oh, he going to have me pray for her. Like, I know he's going <laughs> You know, and so I knew because I instantly just felt the love of God jump in my spirit and he wanted to help her. Like he wanted to set her free. She had actually gotten into a car wreck mm -hmm. and she had been dealing with this pain for two years. Oh, wow. And she, she had done injections. She had been to therapy. She had done all sorts of things. I was overhearing her conversation and I'm always looking for the Holy Spirit to move because he moves everywhere. And so all of a sudden it's, I was like, Lord, you just make the opportunity to where I can connect with her. So we were going to go to her, but we got switched to another person. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, oh, maybe I'm just not supposed to do anything. And my mind just starts striving. Mm -hmm. How am I going to approach her? What am I going to say? I know the Lord wants me to do this. I know he wants me to pray for her pain mm -hmm. to go away. And my mind just starts striving and I start planning like mm -hmm. what I'm going to say, how I'm going to do it. When am I going to go over there? Like I keep seeing her and I'm like so drawn to her and I'm like, Lord, my daughter's getting my nails done. Like I, and immediately I was like, Lord, no, like mind. No, come, come to, to peace. Yeah. I call you to peace in Jesus name. And I just submitted my mind. And I said, Lord, if you want me to pray for her, I am a willing vessel. I will pray for her. But I said, Holy spirit, I need you to give me the boldness because you know me, I'm like, mm -hmm. let's just get in and get out. And I just, I wasn't, I get uncomfortable sometimes because mm -hmm. I'm like, I know God wants to touch somebody, but, but it, everyone's around and you're in public and it's just, I still battle with that a little bit. And so I said, you know what? No, I said, Holy spirit, this is you. It's not me. I said, I need you to give me the boldness and I need you to arrange every circumstance. Mm -hmm. So literally the guy, Caroline wanted a heart on her finger. Mm -hmm. He couldn't draw the heart for nothing. Mm -hmm. 
And I didn't recognize it at first, but I was like, uh huh, I see what you're doing, Lord. The girl ended up being the one to draw her mm-hmm. heart on her finger. Come on. And I talked to the lady and I said, So, how long have you had this pain? And she was like, Two years. And she just, she, sometimes I get embarrassed because I constantly have to stretch. And she's, I'm about to go on this trip to London. She's, mm-hmm. I just, I'm, I'm just so terrified. I'm going to be in so much pain and all this. And, I was just like, my heart was just like, yes, (laughs) like Jesus is about to set her free. I said, do you mind? I said, I would love to pray for your pain to go away if you would allow me to. And Mm -hmm. she said, oh, yes. She Mm -hmm. said, yes, I would. Mm -hmm. I said, you've had all these shots done because she had told me that. And I said, but I know Jesus can heal you. And she said, if he will. Oh, he will. And I I thought of that scripture, (laughs) all the times in scripture where they said, if you will, if you're willing. And I looked at her and I said, do you believe he can? Yeah. And she said, oh, yeah. Mm, and I said can I pray for you right now and I so I grabbed her hand we prayed and so I just left it at that with the Lord it was that moment of striving like my head and I was like what am I gonna say what am I gonna do how am I gonna approach her like Mm -hmm. all these people are here like striving and then all of a sudden I was just like no literally the Lord wants to do something Mm -hmm. you get so excited and your flesh and your body and your mind it's almost like you get this energizer bunny but then you're like wait a minute I need to actually flow with the spirit, slow down. Mm -hmm. And I need to allow the Holy Spirit to minister through me. And so that was my recent story of striving. That's so good. Your emotions are so high like that. It's so hard to discern really what's you and what's the Lord. Because yes, the Lord will, how do I say? He wants to give us his emotions, right? He wants Mm -hmm. to flow out of us, right? And he'll use our emotions, our compassion, our love, our joy, our peace, all those things. But if we are in our flesh, or we are trying to figure it out or understand it in our flesh, then that's going to take precedence. And we're not going to have the sensitivity to know when he gives us that gentle nudge, this direction or gentle nudge, that direction. It's, I think about a boat, like you, you just gingerly turn the steering wheel. It doesn't take a hard crank, but when the wind is whipping and the, and everything's going and moving and you're trying to control that boat and you're going really fast, you really got to hold on to that steering wheel. Yeah. And he really desires us to just to move peacefully and easily and be able to just move us so subtly with the spirit. So I love that story. That is awesome. You talk about the boat and all I can think about is Jesus sleeping on the boat when everything's crazy. Yeah. (laughs) I think even the spirit of strife, like you could apply that to that story because there's so much going on in your mind. Yes. And the spirit of strife really attacks your mind. I feel Mm -hmm. and you're just, you're all over the place, but can you come back to a place where you say, no, I come back to peace, like peace, be still over your mind, over your emotions, over your heart. Yeah. And even for me, I just have to say no. No, no, you don't control me. Mind, you'll submit to the spirit of God and come back into that place of peace. And I just kept, I was just seeing that story as you were talking about, just come to a place of peace within the storm Yeah, and Mm -hmm. and then allow the Holy Spirit to flow however he wants. And even with given words, you have Mm -hmm. to, how many times have you given a word and you had it all planned out and it was all even preaching a sermon or anything? I remember one time I went to preach a sermon and I was like, I want to print out this thing and I asked my mom to print it out, bring it so I could follow the outline. And then I realized my mom forgot to print it. Then I get up there and I'm like, what am I going to do? I have nothing. (laughs) I have none of my notes. Oh yeah. But it was like, all of that was done in a place of striving. And the Lord was like, no, you just stand up there and let me flow. Yeah. Uh, For me, for some reason, 
I don't get to do the outline thing. I don't know why, probably because my because mind, you get too much in your head. because Yeah. I get in my head. I That's remember the truth. this time your dad told me, he said, Cody, you think too much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like dad. and I, I hear the Lord <laughs> use your dad as the voice of yeah. God so many times when, when I'm doing that. And he says, you're thinking too much. Yeah. Calm down. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. so, yeah, Amen. That's striving the truth. is. Yeah, our mind has to be renewed. We have to be able to recognize those spirits and and That's right. when the enemy, and too, just us. Yeah. Not only the enemy, So it could that be brings, us. that brings me to the next thing. So I I'm, want to bring these scriptures in because Yeah. this is the other part of striving. When we strive, there's good striving in the word is to strive to enter rest. Isn't Yeah. that interesting that he says strive to enter rest, work hard to enter rest. Come on. I think so often we look at, we strive for success. We strive for good results. We strive for a positive outcome, right? We want to do our best. We want to be excellent in all things. We we want to provide or give God our best. And yes, we are to give God our best. But when it comes in a, in a flesh package, when it comes from ourselves and our own efforts and we're not surrendered and submitted to the hand of God to do it, then it's all for nothing. And these scriptures in Ecclesiastes, I just love, Ecclesiastes 2.22, for what has a man of all of his labor and all of the striving of his heart in which he labors under the sun? Ecclesiastes 4.4, 4, then I saw all the labor and achievement that is in the envy of a man's neighbor. This is also vanity and a striving after wind. Galatians 1.10, for, for am I now seeking the favor of men or of God? Am I striving to please men? For if I were still pleasing men, I wouldn't be a servant of Christ. Come And on. I love that because we strive within ourselves, but we also strive for a desired outcome that's not always the same outcome that the Lord desires. So just like the, the scripture about being the potter or the clay, we strive against the hand of God, but can we just be the clay on the potter's wheel? Can we just be the vessel that's poured out? Can we just be what God needs us to be? Which oftentimes is not what we think that we need to be. Like, Yeah. just be putty in the hands of the Lord. Yeah, we have to learn that surrender and that yielding in those moments. Even when I love what Paul says, he's I have these great revelations, Mm -hmm. but I boast in my weakness. Come on. Like I don't boast in the great revelations. And there were so many things that I truly believe Paul didn't even share with us I believe that too. that we're going to find out when we get to heaven. But I love how he didn't boast in his revelations. He didn't boast in the things that were just over the heads of other people because he wasn't trying to please man. He was pleasing God. And we have to make sure in those moments that we aren't trying to please man and make sure that our hearts are at a position of humility to just be the vessel of God. Like just be, I love one time the Lord told me, he said, Cody, you can't know until you be still. That's a two part scripture. It says, be still and know. Mm -hmm. But he said, until you're still, you won't know you won't know. <laughs> yeah And so I just love that because it's such from a place of rest. I think about at the beginning, he says the spirit hovered. mm.
Yes. It hovered over the waters. That's from a place of rest. It's from a place of waiting. It's Mm -hmm. from a place of stillness and just waiting for, okay, when does God say move? What's Mm -hmm. the next move? Can we dance with Jesus? Can we dance with the Holy Spirit and just allow him to flow the way and, and not, I feel like after striving comes control. Oh, that is, say that again. After, <laughs> after striving, you take control. If Absolutely. you can't conquer striving, then you step into a place of control, which then leads to witchcraft. Absolutely. Because witchcraft goes into your flesh then, and actually the control hinders the hand of God. Absolutely. So what God wanted to do, now he can't. Not that because he can't it's not ever. But now you've taken control and Mm -hmm. it's in the control of man. For me, I don't want to get past striving because I don't want to take control from the hand of God. I don't want to try to be the hand of God because I'm not. And so if we can really in our minds recognize the spirit of striving that Mm -hmm. it's like a hamster. For me, it's like this hamster wheel, like my brain just keeps going and going and going. And I'm like, no, this is not Mm -hmm. peace. This Mm -hmm. is not rest. This is not Jesus. Absolutely. I don't want it. So I don't know. And we have to be able to recognize that. Mm -hmm. And how many times do we take that and actually attribute that to a personality trait? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. We accept that striving spirit. We accept Mm -hmm. that as that's just how we are. Mm -hmm. That's how God made us. That's how I think. That's how I process. That's how I am. But that's not how God created us to be. Yeah. Or I'm an overachiever or I'm type A or I'm ADHD or I'm all these things, whatever. Can we stop accepting that as normal and acceptable and okay and recognize it for it's an, it's the enemy. Yeah. Right. Using our flesh against us to bring us contrary to the will of God in our lives. Like that, man, I just feel that the Lord on that so much. Stop accepting this as part of your personality and who you are and walk in the new man. We put off the things of the flesh. We put aside the old man who's cast off. The old man has been crucified with Christ. We walk in the resurrection and the newness of life as the spirit of God, not as the old man of the flesh. I know we talked about this in podcast past that we have that flesh suit hanging every day. Are we going to put the flesh on? Are we going to put the spirit on? And that's part of it. We don't have to accept that as our portion. We don't have to accept that as our personality and our mental state and just how we are. No, like we can say, no, that's not who I am. And that's not who I'm going to be. Yeah. I refuse to partner with that. I'm breaking those agreements today. Yeah. We've got to get our spiritual eyes open to the schemes of the enemy towards our mind. And we can choose our flesh. We can choose to have our mind or we can choose to have the mind of Christ. But we have to go through a process of allowing God to renew our mind to say, because when he begins to renew your mind, you can recognize those things and go, Oh, no, I see that demon of striving. And I no, I cast you out, cast demons out of yourself. I don't even care. You know what I'm saying? But in that moment, like for me, when I was trying to pray for that girl, I knew that God wanted to heal her. And I Mm -hmm. knew he would, because I felt that jump in my spirit. Yeah. You know, that butterfly and I knew what he wanted to do, but then the enemy tried to put all this on me to keep me from doing it. And there were even moments where I was like, maybe I'll just pray for her at home later. You said the wavering. Yeah. And you start, but he, because he's trying to interrupt 
what God wants to do. She needed freedom, Yeah, come on. you That's know, so and good. so we have to be able to recognize those spirits and go, no, mm -hmm. no, you And, know. and I want to say this too: the renewing of the mind, when you talk about when the Lord starts renewing your mind, the mind is renewed in the word of God. Yes. God does not just supernaturally start changing the way that you think mm -hmm. that change happens when you plug into the word of God, be renewed, be conformed. Yeah. Don't be conformed to the work to the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind through the word of God. Yeah. You have to know the word to live the word. Yeah. You've got to hear the word. Yeah. For the word to be made manifest in your life. If you want to pour out the word, you've got to pour in the word. Yeah. And that really is, I think, where we struggle the most is really staying planted and rooted and continually in the word of God yeah. daily without daily. fail. Yeah, absolutely. Man, so people are going to get set free from trying Yes. I just feel the Lord is removing scales from eyes mm -hmm. because you're going to be able to recognize the spirit of strife, the spirit of striving that the enemy uses to try to hinder the purpose of God in your life. Come on, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Let's just pray. You ready? Okay. Yeah. All right, Lord. I thank you right now in the name of Jesus for every person's eyes that have been opened in the name of Jesus for their ears that are open and available. Lord, we thank you for the spirit of strife that is leaving people's lives today. Amen. They will begin to recognize this spirit, Lord, and they will say no. No, this is not peace. This is not rest. Lord, take control and they will return control back to the Holy Spirit where the enemy mm -hmm. has tried to take it. And even our flesh and our own mind have tried to take it. Lord, thank you for a new fragrance of heaven that is coming upon your mm -hmm. people. The sweetness and the goodness of God that is flowing over the minds of your people right now. Lord, just demolishing and destroying the spirit of strife stronghold in their minds right now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for heaven coming down right where everyone is at in Jesus' name. Amen. I thank you, Lord, that you're stirring up the discerning of spirits. Mm -hmm. I see that very clearly in the spirit right now that... The Lord is going to begin to stir that gift up in the hearts of so many so that they will discern what is of him and what is not of him. So I just speak forth that gift to be stirred up in the spirit. I call that to come alive in the hearts of every one of the believers that is listening right now. <clears throat> I speak your divine protection over them this week, Lord, as they go forth, that they would be covered against the schemes and the plans and the plots of the enemy, that they would walk in the fullness of what you called them to, that they would walk in the newness of life. They would walk in the spirit, not according to the flesh, not according to the old desires and the old thoughts and the old ways, but they would be renewed in mind, renewed in heart, and they would walk in assurance, God, of what you are calling them to in this hour. And I thank you for it, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Guys, we love you. Yeah, we're having fun. Yeah, it's been we're really good. Fun I love how we're going to different topics and like yeah. the Lord's taking us on different routes. That's really cool. Yeah, I love that. We, 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 just, we, 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 we just want you guys to encounter Jesus in whatever you're going through. We trust that he will have us speak on exactly what you need for whatever situation you're going through. Yes. Thank you guys for your support. Again, for all those that have given and that yes. have sewed in and that poured in, we thank you from the bottom of my hearts because, man, just to know that you guys are partnering with us, that you have our backs in the spirit, that that God is blessing 
this is more than we could ask for. We are so thankful because we're going to do it anyway, because we want to be obedient, but just to know that God is for us and God is with us in this and that his favor is on it is all that we could ask for. So thank you. Thank you for being a part of our family. And we just love you guys. I hope y'all have a great weekend and love on your family. Get out there. Hey, lay hands on the sick, heal some people. Go cast out some devils out of Walmart. Whatever. Walk around there in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I love you guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.